This morning I'd like to talk about another aspect of the processes of mind. And this is the process that's usually called volitional formations or mental formations, something like that. But I want to take a step back and offer a little context here. And these processes that I've been describing, the process of feeling, the process of perception, this process of volitional formation, these are part of the um, teaching that the Buddha offers on the five aggregates. And this is the study of these five aggregates is part of the fourth foundation of mindfulness. Sayadaw says he teaches all four foundations of mindfulness. I call this mindfulness of mind uh, because the emphasis is on the mind and the processes of mind, but it is not strictly the third foundation, nor is it strictly the third foundation of mindfulness that Sayadaw teaches. Um, So this um, exploration of these five aggregates, and I mentioned them the other day, the (coughs) process of body, process of feeling, process of perception, process of mental formation, and process of knowing. This is how our mind both uh, experiences things, these are the processes by which experience happens, and the processes by which experience unfolds. So the the processes by which we know our experience and the processes by which the experience is created. It's both, these these processes of the five aggregates. And um, one thing that Sayadaw says about these five aggregates is that, you know, ultimately in our practice we just watch our minds. We just get to know, we just see what our minds are doing. And yet, it's really helpful to have some information about how these processes work and to explore these processes a little bit because without this information, we wouldn't really see these processes in play. They they would be below the level of what we we could really connect with. And he, he uses an example, too, around how study happens as a child, you know, that uh, um, at the beginning of reading, we, um, you know, need to look at the letters of words, you know, we look and it's like C-A-T, okay, C-A-T, cat, okay. We learn how to read a word by looking at the individual letters. And then we learn, we just see the word and we know that word. We don't, we, 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 we read the individual words in a sentence and then we can put the meaning of a sentence together. And we begin to automatically connect the meaning of that, uh, the words to the concepts in our minds that we know in the world. So this begins to happen much more automatically, but when we first start learning as a little five-year-old how to read, we need to break it down into <coughs> letters. And he says it's kind of similar with the aggregates, that we have to start by... Uh, understanding something about each of the aggregates individually, 
maybe noticing how the aggregates work in our minds individually. And then once we've done that exploration, the mind understands it, and we no longer need to work at that level. We just notice our minds doing what they're doing. We see the, these processes just working as they do. We just watch our minds at work. We watch the mind doing its own work. That's a little context for um, the, uh, the teaching that I've been offering in these last days. So with volitional formations, the, the Pali word for this is sankara, spelled S-A-N-K-H-A-R-A. And this word has two meanings to it. It both means that which is put together and that which puts together. So it's both a process by which things are constructed and things that have been constructed. This includes pretty much all of the, well, I'll just say all of the mental processes in our minds except for perception, feeling, and knowing. So this includes all of our emotions, states of um, uh, beautiful emotions, all unwholesome, all wholesome um, mind states, including concentration, including wisdom, including mindfulness, including energy, including anger, frustration, annoyance, including thinking. It it includes that whole range. It's a really big bag. <laughs> Could you repeat what it doesn't include again? It does not include feeling, perception, and knowing. So those processes of mind, those other three mental aggregates, um, that those, so if we think of the five aggregates, there's the body, then there's these three of feeling, perception, and knowing which um, um, I look at that as kind of the, the given of our experience, the, how we, the, 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 the bare level of our experience, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral, the impact on our sense bases is the knowing and our recognition of what that impact is. So those... The, the, the basic distinction is what includes volition, intention, attention. So these are, these are mental activities that involve some kind of choice. So as I was talking about with some of the other um, aggregates that I explored, um, beginning to get familiar with these processes, the easiest place to begin is in, so there's the process and then there's what the process produces. And looking at what the process produces is usually the most obvious thing in our experience. That's what we're most familiar with recognizing. 
And so that's a place to begin this exploration around volitional formations. So I'd say the most obvious place that we uh, notice the results of volitional formations is in our reactive emotions. This is, they're, they're kind of like, they're out there. They're really obvious to us. So all the defilements, you know, any manifestation of the defilement is a result. It's, it's a, it is a volitional formation that has been put together. So the beginning exploration is just recognizing the, um, the emotion itself, as we've been doing. This is a big part of what I've been talking about in various ways and what Sayadaw talks about. How do we notice? How do we recognize? How do we meet our defilements? How do we meet our wholesome emotions? And noticing that those emotions themselves are nature. They are a process of, uh, they have been conditioned. They have come into being based on conditions. A large part of those conditions are the, this, is this process of volitional formation. It is this, this is where karma unfolds, is in the volitional formations. So we recognize the emotion itself. We begin to recognize this emotion here, this experience, has been created by causes and conditions. And that's a lot of what we've been exploring so far. So none of that should be too unfamiliar. The additional piece that I'd like to explore today, which we've talked about a little bit, kind of tangentially, is that these processes then in turn construct our next moment of experience. They, they, they lead us onward. They lead us forward. They the, the Buddhist text, the, the Buddha, said of this aggregate that it constructs. And I think Tanisaro Bhikkhu actually uses that as the translation sometimes for this um, aggregate. It's the constructing. It, it's the constructor. And the Buddha says, well, what does it construct? It constructs body experience, it constructs feeling, it constructs perception, it constructs how we know things, it constructs other constructions. So this process of mental formation constructs all of our experience. So an example, we notice anger in our experience. That anger impacts our body. We feel it in our body. We feel perhaps pressure, heat, tightness, contraction. It may even distort our face. So this anger impacts the aggregate of the body. It conditions, it, it, uh, it constructs how our body feels. It constructs feeling. It constructs, often anger constructs unpleasant feeling. It constructs how we perceive things. We're angry. We tend to 
see things through an angry filter, perhaps start, you know, so we have, this, this is something that I know most of you are familiar with, you have a state of anger that's been generated and then it's like everything makes you angry. You know, this is, so you, you, you tend to see things through that filter of <coughs> anger. So you, you, your mind tends to pick out of the environment and perceive things that make you, that confirm that anger. And then in an even more subtle way, our consciousness, the what we know, what we don't know, is, or what we don't, what we become cognizant of and what we don't become cognizant of is impacted by the anger. You know, in being really angry, if something kind and beautiful comes into our environment, we may be filtering that out entirely, just not seeing it. So this is how consciousness is conditioned. This knowing process is constructed by these formations. And then anger tends to construct more anger. So it constructs constructions. So that's a, that's a kind of an exploration we can make. And one of the questions I've encouraged you to ask is, how does this emotion impact me? And that's a simple way to get at this um, exploration. I would not encourage you necessarily to try to break it down and do this so much. Again, you know, Sayadaw says, what I say is information. This is information. Having heard it, you may begin to recognize how this process of formation, this volitional formation, begins to condition further experience, how it impacts us. This exploration can also happen, of course, around wholesome mind states. I don't want to just emphasize the, the difficult mind states. You know, uh, the awareness itself. I mean, on the, the recordings I've been hearing Sayada emphasize a lot, notice how awareness impacts your experience. How does it make you feel when you're mindful? How does it change your perception? How does it... That, that mindfulness, just, just to be clear, mindfulness, awareness, is also one of these volitional formations. It is a construction. So we can notice how does awareness impact us? How does it impact the way our body feels? How does it impact what we perceive? So seeing the process nature of volitional formations begins to undercut our identification with them. This is actually a big area of identification. This is a a big area that we um, feel like, yep, this anger, yep, I'm I'm an angry person, I'm a miserable person, I'm a lonely person, I'm a depressed person. We identify with these Um, formations. And also at a subtler level we identify with being the one who 
who decides, who chooses, who intends, who acts. And this is the, the core um, piece of volitional formations. They all include some kind of intention, an intention to do, whether at the conscious or subconscious level. The, these, these mental formations are often being conditioned at below the level of, of our conscious awareness. They all include this propulsion to act, to do. So understanding that this whole thing of volitional formations is a process really begins to um, break down some of the firmer barriers or firmer boundaries or firmer creations, places, sites of construction of this notion of self. Because often, I think one of the big places we, we identify with as self is, I'm the one who chooses. I mean, it sure feels like I'm the one choosing. I'm the one deciding. So we can start to observe this. We can recognize, we can know this aspect of intention in our experience. Just the simple prompting of action. That there's a mental impulse before we take any action, whether of body, of speech, or of mind. There's this mental impulse. And we can notice that impulse. That's possible to see. It's possible to, to recognize that. And in seeing that, we begin to see that itself is conditioned. An example, a simple example. You know, you've been sitting here in the hall for a long time. You had your You had your two cups of tea or coffee at breakfast and you come in the hall and you sit in the hall for an hour, an hour and a half and at some point there will be pressure on the bladder. You know, there will be that sensation of fullness. And that sensation conditions uh, an urge to relieve that pressure. And that urge to relieve that pressure conditions the, does, the, 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 the intention or the, the wish to get up and go to the bathroom, which conditions the movement. And we can watch, we can see actually. And this is again, not something to try to do. Um, this is again, information. It's just something that can be seen. We can see this process unfolding as simply cause and effect. Then effect becomes cause. And then there's another effect, and another cause and effect, and cause and effect. It's just a cause and effect process unfolding. And no me here doing anything in that process. Again, the, thought, the, the, the notion of self is kind of an afterthought. It's an after... Uh, we... we we, we see, we, we recognize this process unfolding. If you're, oh, I must have decided to do that. I must have decided to get up. It's just a process. So beginning to see and witness volitional formations in their process nature is a, a, a strong medicine or strong um, seeing that helps us to counter our tendency to construct the self.
construct this idea, construct this notion of self. That construction is just another mental formation. The self exists just as anger exists. It is a process that the mind creates. It's just a mental formation. A very potent mental formation. <laughs>